2: Okay, so everybody say hi to those aren't here. Hello! Hello. Sinners who did not show up.
0: <laughs> <Are you something laughs> so
2: Who's not here? I didn't <laughs> notice. <laughs> hey, I'm here, that's all it counts. Alright, let's, tra- let's try another church. Okay, so you remember last time we came up on the formula? The seven letters follow the exact same formula each time. You're commended for something and you're yelled at for something. Sometimes you've got one thing you're coming to port, you're yelled at for a lot, and sometimes it's vice versa. There'll be one church that's a little different than the policy, but let's go to Smyrna and figure out what we're all about here. Now, here's here, Corey, here's your, remember I saying about the stupid test questions that they ask the, and they, so here's 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 how it starts. To the angel of the church of Smyrna right now. Remember last time we talked about each church has an angel, and each region has an angel, and all it's just a hierarchy of angels. So now that Smyrna angel is told to write these things down. These are the words of him who was the first and last, who died and came to life again, who was the first and last and died and came back to life again. Corey, Jesus. <laughs> you know those are the kind. That's the kind of question they would ask in a, in a study book. So I just can't stand those things. They make you feel. <laughs> they try to, for it's so easy. Alright, so the first question I was going to ask you is, they're, they're commended for, I count three, things. What are the three things they're commended for? They are commended for
3: um, their poverty.
2: Okay, poverty. And...
3: I didn't finish answering that question. <laughs> verse 9. Being faithful
2: through their Okay, with, withstanding affliction, yeah, something, something like that, yeah. And then the end of verse 9. They are being slandered. So, withstanding affliction, they're, they're getting through poverty, and they withstanding slander. Now, we, talk, we talked last time about the afflictions. I mean, these are not little little afflictions. These are major afflictions. If you're a Christian, you can't hold a job. Your family hates you. They're turning you into the police so that you'll be killed. It's a very terrible time. So these people are withstanding all of that. Because they have affliction, they can't hold a job. Obviously, they're poor. That's okay. Because, don't we talk about the riches of heaven? Right, so they're looking. They have a forward-thinking process, but also they're being slandered. What's what's slander? What does it mean to slander?
3: Destroying someone's
2: reputation. Destroying somebody's reputation. Just saying a bunch of mean, nasty things. It's it's like gossip designed to hurt. Yeah, destroy somebody in 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 the process. And again, in that time, that was very common. Because again, Christians were known as cannibals. They're eating the body and blood of Christ. And so you're being slandered. You're, you know, slander, by definition, means that somebody's saying something untrue about you. Right? I mean, you know, it's not slander to say, Jerry's a super nice guy. Right? That's, that's not slander. Right? I, I can't even think of any hyperbole to say anything bad about you, Jerry. So, so I'll just let your minds wander on that one. Right? So, but you know, so slander something really mean, untrue about somebody. So they're saying some really bad things about these Christians, but the Christians are saying, okay, I'm still in the game. Now, That should make us wonder today, because we got it pretty good. I mean, even though we don't really live in what you would call a a Christian nation any longer, and yeah, they kind of make fun of us on TV and stuff, but it's not like people are coming up and telling you, well, you're fired from your job. Why? Because because you're Christian. Um, You know, that's not happening. Um, Um, Not yet. Yeah, well, that's... It might be, but right now. But the, the point is, and really the, the point of Revelation is to get us ready for those kind of things. I mean, Jesus says this is going to happen to y'all. So we need to have in our heads that, I mean, this is down the road for us. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but sometime, perhaps soon, this is going to be happening. Now, you need to, to think about that. Hard. The possibility of that, what would you do? I mean, you know, that type of, you know, when somebody says you're going to lose your job, you're going to lose your family, and we're, we're going to talk smack about you for a long, long time behind your back.
0: Wee,
2: Right? Got no friends, got nothing, right? Would you say, okay, yeah, <laughs> sign me up for that, right? Now, interestingly, these people (laughs) literally signed up for it knowing that that's what was going to happen to them. I think it's a little harder for us, having not experienced it, now all of a sudden if we start experiencing it, many Christians will, as the Bible says, the the term is fall by the wayside. Right? Uh, Parable of the Sower. Right? Now, A. Yeah, the seed starts to grow and you know takes takes a little bit of root and but the problems and cares of the world (sighs) surround it and wipe it out. So we need to be very conscious of the fact that we are committed to the faith no matter what. Now again, you know, for for this to suddenly come upon you. And you're not ready for it. I think that's part of what Jesus says in in being ready. If we're not ready for it, then we're gonna be like that seed. We're gonna grow a little bit, but eventually it just, it's too hard. I don't like people talking about me all the time. It hurts my feelings so much. Right? So, but keep in mind, we talked last time, there's a double blessing for persecution. Now, if you're persecuted because you're a jerk, you don't get bonus points for that. If you're persecuted because of your faith and maintaining your faith in Jesus, then you get maximum bonus points. You get double double points for that. Now, it says there that, I know your afflictions and your poverty, yet you are rich. I can be rich when you're poor. That Okay. Rich in your faith. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so you can be rich here on earth while anticipating the riches of heaven. You see? (laughs) It's a twofer. Awesome. So, if you're only thinking of riches in terms of gold and silver and precious jewels, then, you know, you're probably not going to have that. So, What the Bible keeps promising us is these riches that we have now that are intangible, and yet these are the ones that then will lead us to the heavenly reward. So, church is commended for withstanding affliction, poverty, and slander. They're told, verse 10, Don't be afraid of what you are about to suffer. Now, let's go back to our numbers. I don't think we talked about this last time. What did the number seven stand for?
1: Complete.
2: complete. Okay, complete. They're writing to seven churches. How many churches really are being written to? All of them. Yeah. Seven is a complete number. So this is a letter to BUMC, right? This is, this is a letter to us. Don't be afraid of what you are about to suffer. I tell you, the devil will put some of you in prison to test you, and you will suffer persecution for ten days. There's that number again, right? Be faithful even to the point of death. Now is that a literal ten days or just a one day? Yeah, it's another one of those figurative things because yeah, it's we're going to get into that here a little bit later. That it's yeah, the numbers get it starts talking about yeah periods of time. And, yeah, it'll be, I think, a little, little more clear. Now, qu- question three, I'm asking you, you know, what, what did Jesus have against this church? Now, th- this one isn't real clear. I mean, the first one, he said, this I have against you. He doesn't do that here, but he does imply that there's something that these, these Christians in Smyrna need to do. Why, why are they warned about the coming suffering? do
3: you think? Is it going back to not the Christians falling by the wayside? Because he says he warns them about the prison and the suffering. Mm-hmm. Is he concerned about them just giving up whenever they're in prison and being like, okay, well, JK, I'm not really a Christian. Get me out of this.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I think you're on the right track. I think there's, a, there's another aspect to it, though. All right, if you're, If you're in prison, Things are not good. Look at verse 10. The normal reaction to being in a bad time is well, because you're afraid of the consequence, right? You're afraid that they're going to kill me. So the implication here is don't be afraid. I mean, something, how many times that happened? Gabriel appears to Mary. Now, a likely 13, 14-year-old girl. A brilliant angel appears in your room. I suspect Mary's reaction was, Ah! (laughs) (laughs) Right? But just like that. (laughs) And so the angel says, the first thing the angel says, Do not be afraid. Right? It, it keeps coming up. Time Jesus is popping in a room with the disciples, and you know, don't be afraid. It's always like the first thing said when, when you have one of those weird experiences. So here, they're trying <coughs> the angel is supposed to try to prepare them. This is coming. But don't be afraid of it. Don't be afraid when it comes. So, two. Prepare them for that to counter the fear. Again, verse 10. Question 4. What are they supposed to do? Be faithful. Be faithful how long?
1: Until
2: death. Until death. Now, I can't stress this enough. A lot of Christians get in this game for a time. Uh... lot of Christians are really faithful going to church and they're helping out vacation Bible school and they're doing all these things you know until a real critical time for Christians is when you get to a point of retirement you guys got a ways to go for that right but hit 62, 65. Yeah. You know, some of us a little closer than others. It
0: might <laughs> but, be until we're 75 or
1: 80
0: by
2: the time. Well, <laughs> <know>. <laughs> there is a, the, the way things die. are going these days, yeah. And that <laughs> will help you with your Christian walk. you yeah. yeah, see, it will. You'll
1: remain
0: <laughs> faithful much longer than <laughs> until we <he> die. <laughs> That's
1: but, right. We'll <laughs> it, it. I don't know about you,
2: Marissa, but I'm retired. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I've seen that a lot. The government will take care of it. Is, you know, I mean, the, the, the fruits of faithfulness up until a certain point. And it's not a, a health related issue. It's not like people get sick and can't can't go to church anymore. It's just I'm in a different stage of my life and I find something else that I'd rather do separate from Jesus. That's a little concerning. You know, Paul talks about the the image of you've got to stay in the race. He uses a running image, a marathon. So it's not a 100-yard sprint. This is a marathon. Now, the good news is, wrap your mind around this, that, all right, you're in a marathon and what there's, there's, there's hundreds and thousands of people in this marathon, right? What the image Paul is creating is, it doesn't matter if you are first or if you are last. It doesn't matter. You get no extra reward for being first.
0: What's the verse where the first? Yeah, that's what. Mm-hmm. Man, you're The
2: first <laughs> Yeah, that's one of the reasons why Jesus says it. It really, you know, the the order doesn't matter, but you've got to finish the race. Now, a marathon is 26.2 two. two miles. So if you run, I mean, you're in the mid pack. And it's you make it twenty six point one miles, and you you look over to the side and there's a guy a, a, a nice orange Julius stand. And, I mean you could look right ahead and see the finish line, but you just no I I need a nice smoothie right now, right? And you go over that direction.
0: Towards the hair. With
2: my right. You, what was that? I'm walking and finishing with my own jewelry. <laughs> <laughs> but can't you do many people get distracted by the shiny object. That's, a, that, that's what Paul's saying. If you, at any point in that 26.2 miles, if you get out of the race and stay out of the race, if you don't cross the finish line, you don't get the reward. Pure and simple. It's all about finishing around. I mean, you can crawl across the finish line. You could roll across the finish line. You could do cartwheels across the finish line. It doesn't matter. You've just got to get to the finish line. And the finish line is when, are you ready for this? When Jesus says so. Which is determined by either A, you stop breathing, you die, Or B, Jesus returns. So in other words, you stay in the race that long. So it's not age-dependent. It's not strength-dependent. It is simply a desire that no matter what I am doing in life, I will stay in the race. I will remain faithful. I will live a faithful life. So you stay in the race always. Now, let's get to Tony's question, <clears throat> question five. The ten days. Now we've already said those numbers are not literal. Think of what we talked about last last month about ten. What's ten represent? The law. The law. How much of the law? All, All, of it. All, of it. All of it. Okay. <laughs> She's got her cheat sheet.
0: <laughs> I couldn't even tell you where mine is.
2: <laughs> Alright, so if 10 is not a literal number and 10 represents the complete law, what could the 10 days possibly mean? The full extent. The full extent of? The law. Of like the The prison of like the whole thing about them going to prison or whatever. Okay? So going through a hard time for the rest of their life. Mm -hmm. All the hard time. Mm -hmm. However, go back to what 10 represents. The law, right? God's God's word with us. So even in prison Jesus is still with us, right? See how it goes? So that's why things like in the book of Acts, Paul and Silas are pr- imprisoned, expecting to die the next day, right, already been to court, next day is sentencing and execution, big fun, late that night, Well, I mean, I, 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 put yourself in the scene, knowing that you're going to die tomorrow. What would you do? yeah <laughs> you you know, you'd be trying to call a lawyer you mean I mean just you would you would be doing something Paul and Silas they start singing psalms Da-da-da-da-da. they start singing praise to God and then an earthquake comes and the prison doors open up and everything and, and they're set free It's been good singing. I should say. <laughs> <That's>, right? <laughs> but I don't think that would have happened if they had sat there wringing their hands and, oh no, tomorrow we're going to die. Oh, this is terrible. Yeah. You know, And going through all that human process, they were you know, focused on, on Jesus. So even in prison, <coughs> that total time they were in prison, if you focus on what Jesus has provided for us, that's when great things happen. You're going to suffer persecution for ten days, for a long time. But I am with you. I mean, that's a promise Jesus gives as he ascends to heaven. I am with you always, even to the close of the age. So, you know, you look at the bad things, and that's one of the beauties of Revelation is. It reveals all these bad things that are going to happen, but well, at the same token, it reminds us of the blessings that are ours, that... You know, n- know what even the devil can, can can take away from us now in verse 11 a normal formula in these letters is if whoever has an ear let him hear what what kind of ear are we talking is this you know a can, can a deaf person hear this also yeah. if so how okay, okay. this is a, a, a spiritual communication so you're going to hear this a lot. Jesus talks about having that that kind of ear. Question 7. Because there at the end of verse 11 it says, The one who is victorious will not be hurt at all by the second death. What is the second death? Hail. You have to add an extra syllable in there. <laughs> I don't know how to do that. I don't, it either. I don't either. It takes a lot of practice. Okay. Alright, so the second death is you know judgment hell. What would be the first death? Death. Yeah. death death. Some of these aren't aren't really trick questions. Uh, you have to figure out what they are though. So it's the promise is you will not be hurt at all by the second death. Okay Now you need to be asking yourself what do I need to do to make sure I'm not hurt by the second death? Well, look at the first part of that. The one who is victorious. the one who crosses the finish line. Now crossing the finish line again does not depend on quality of your running. It just means finish finish the race. If you have to crawl, you crawl. Whatever it takes. But that's being victorious. Yeah, Boston Marathon, thousands and thousands, there's always that. I mean, it's a bigger story than the guy who finishes first. Is the guy literally who finishes last. You know, a guy with only one leg, uh, yeah, just all okay. you know, people with physical ailments, and you know that you would never bet on in a thousand years could finish this race, and yet they do it. That's always the bigger story of just the, the, the will to do that. So if you have ears, listen to what the Spirit says. Now again, this is written to Smyrna, but notice it is plural. What the Spirit says to the churches. Again, seven, all of us. This this is a message to us as well. Last Smyrna question. Are we, you and I, to be faithful unto death even if we do not experience great persecution? We supposed to stay in a race even if we're not persecuted? Uh, Yeah. Again, not a trick question, right? If we go through suffering how can we not fear in the midst of that suffering? Faith. 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 For All right? Faith. Keep, keep for going. what's to come, for what's promised to us, even at the, at the finish line, at the end. So, part of the faith is looking beyond what we have today. Now, this will blow your mind. Back in this day, with all the persecutions they were going through, the Christians created a word. The word is Maranatha. A Greek word, it doesn't make any sense to us. The word means, come Lord. Come Lord Jesus. These are guys where it was so bad they knew they had to stay in the race, but they wanted Jesus to pull the finish line up here a little bit for them, <laughs> because it was just—I mean, it, I'm telling you—it it was brutal, just unbelievable to live as a Christian back then. And so their 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 battle cry was "Maranatha," you know. I I don't think I'm going to die today, Lord Jesus, but boy, just, please, no. just yeah, just just come now, just please, just come. It would be awesome because I, I want to get off of this this planet right now. This is it's just awful. Miserable.
1: Kinda like those
2: Christians that got beheaded by ISIS. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah that's, that's gotta be rough over there. Just miserable. But, yeah. So one one other thought. John, Jesus <laughs> Jesus' best friend. John writes in one of his letters. That perfect love drives out fear. Drives out all fear. Harken back to what we learned last week. Remember the church had six things they were doing well? One thing they weren't. Remember the one thing they weren't doing well? They lost their first love. Right? So if you focus on the love of Jesus, that will drive out all fear. In other words, fear and love are incompatible. You're you're gonna fall back to one or the other. I I absolutely refuse to buy a product based on fear. You know, home security system. Uh, uh, just there's a lot. Of, when you really listen, they try and say, yeah buy this insurance because you're gonna die. <laughs> yeah.
0: <You know. laughs> the nationwide <laughs> commercial that. Um...
2: Yeah. The Holy Super God. Bowl.
0: Show <laughs> little kids dying.
2: Thank you, nationwide. <laughs> That'll get your attention that hurt, right. Um, so this a, a kid, I
1: don't that he, he, he didn't make it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mark. That cleared it up for me. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, so often's <laughs> of the entire commercial, he didn't make it. will <laughs> <laughs> the clip for you and watch it after. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You can easily find it. It wasn't talked about. Oh my gosh, it was. Yeah, there's not been a commercial that has caused so much controversy in a long, long time. I have to look at
1: that afterwards. I can't, like, so I watched a not like a little boy, dies was, in a flood It and was he'd near he'd the end. Over
0: the things that he missed uh, in life, to graduation, all,
1: all those things. Was commercial?
2: Yeah. 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 I don't remember. It was really was. near the end of the. Oh, you would have. Oh, I was in bed.
1: Oh, well, I, died. Died. I was <laughs> like, <watching>. this is awful. <laughs> good I didn't see that one because I couldn't
2: watch. it. Yeah, we all were just kind of stunned. We were all watching it. It's like, are you kidding me? All over Facebook. I didn't see
1: that. It was hilarious.
2: I like the one with the toddlers getting upset over everything.
1: No. I How probably you watched t- you, know yeah. it <laughs> way, so no one taking it seriously alright so
2: the message of these people <laughs> they is they got people talking about nature, yeah. fear being afraid is counterproductive to faith and again you're going to pick one or the other but you can't do both you can't say I, I'm a fearful Christian doesn't work so our focus in is to simply love Jesus especially in the midst of suffering so that then we finish the race we become victorious other thoughts on Smyrna the Smyrnaites. are you ready for Pergamum? No, you just wait for me to pronounce all the names of all these cities, aren't you? Yeah. A yeah. we'll let you handle that part. Yeah, yeah. Oh. it's all yours. You good at that sort of thing? Yeah, just make it up. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Why is good at it? <laughs> all right. Just say
2: it. To the angel of the church in Pergamum, write: <laughs> These are the words of him who has the sharp two-edged sword. Well, that sounds like fun, doesn't it? Yes. Did we have a question on the two-edged sword? first time slices and dusts yes goes goes both ways right so this church is commended for four things starting in verse 13 i know where you live what are the four things they are commended for Wait, I'm sorry, the first question, question what the, yeah, Jesus starts with what, what what he has against them?
0: <coughs> hey. They eat the
1: idol foods.
2: Okay? Idolatry. They're
3: sexually immoral.
2: Okay, immorality. And what specifically are those teachings that Christ opposes? Balaam.
1: Um, and the Nicolashians.
2: Balaam and the Nicolashians. All right. remember Colossians were in, in the first letter.
0: Wait, I'm sorry, can we go back over that?
2: Yes, before,
0: yeah,
2: idolatry, verse okay. 14, demorality, verse 14. Also, verse 14, they follow Balaam. Now, the history of Balaam is Balaam is the first God that was able to lure Jews away from the true faith. He's real bad. It was the the followers of Balaam. Alright, which which prophet was it? I was gonna it. it was Elijah or Elisha? I think it was Elisha. With the big fire. And oh. soaking soak the wood. Yeah, Elisha. They, they, they were followers of Balaam. It's really cocky. Oh, my gosh. It's one of the funniest stories in the Bible. And he laughs mm-hmm. at him and tells it's him funny, to dance. Right? It's Elijah, wasn't it? I don't know. Yeah. I think it's Elijah. Like,
1: I actually yeah. just read it right No kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah. Well, then tell us the story. <laughs> well, it was because it said something about, like, when it has in the second thing, like, read about Jezebel, and there was another little section. I explained her a little bit more. But pretty much she was saying that, well, my God is better than... Yahweh, and he was like, well, we'll put this to the test. And it was the only time that God's ever been called out to do something, and he actually responded. And they were doing chants and, like, slashing themselves and doing all this stuff, like, trying to get their God to put the... Right.
2: Do, you, do you remember how long that process lasted?
1: Oh, no, I didn't, I don't remember like that.
2: 6, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m.
1: Yeah, and he Elijah just walked yeah. in and was like, well, show them how, like... Show them how is it not to be fearful, but just show them your power and might It was just and it was on fire and like and it and then the fire lasted for like an ungodly amount of time. Yeah. Yeah. For a <laughs> godly amount of time. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> 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 that was pretty good. That's a while.
2: So they're yeah, you know, they start at six o'clock in the morning. <laughs> calling you know, Excuse chanting high and high calling high upon Balam to come down and start this fire. And by like Couple hours later, nine o'clock in the morning, the they're all going hoarse. Yeah, you know, I mean they're all screaming. And, yelling. and so, and, and so, Elijah, at noon Elijah comes up and starts taunting them. He says, "Yell louder!" Like, I mean, he just—he's making fun of them. It is rough rough. one of the really funniest so stories ever. I—I I love that story. It is really comical. But by six o'clock at night, they're like. I mean, 12 hours now, just screaming and yelling. They have no voice left and, you know, God's doing nothing. I mean, they're falling over from exhaustion and everything else. And Elijah, you know, says, okay, now, God. And he says, all right, but let's let's ratchet this up a bit. You're pretty cool, God. You can handle this. So ordered all these guys to bring these huge cisterns of water. I forget. I mean, it it talks about the, the flooding. That came out and washed everything away. I mean it's the water the wood was soaked. Absolutely positively soaked. And Elijah then says, that's probably good. God now. (laughs) (laughs) And the fire comes down and incinerates. Most of the priests standing around. Oh. <laughs> I mean, they weren't that close to the fire, but I mean, they just it, so the the field of, of destruction was just really far-reaching just wiped them all out. And Elijah, huh?
0: cool,
2: awesome God.
3: So unlucky. so
2: that that's Balaam. So I just a again yeah, one of those gods that people just made up because it sounded good. And when you get stupid people to follow whatever you're saying, there's your religion. It works out every time. Scientology. I was just
0: going to say <laughs> Kelly. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm like a first grader. So it's idolatry. Oh, immoral. my God. <laughs> what oh. was the fourth one? Y'all got on this Balaam thing, and y'all missed the fourth one. Nicolasians. You. you know. now it says it in the book. She says
2: it a lot. So the first church was commended oh, because they were not following the Nicolashians. This church is is chastised because they are following the Nicolaitans. Do no, right, right you
3: need an additional piece of paper? fine. smaller. Got time.
2: Hey, it's small enough. Now, verse 13 is, is interesting. I know where you live, where Satan has his throne, yet you remain true to my name. You did not renounce your faith in me, not even in the days of Antipas. That's Herod Antipas who was about the, there was a whole succession of Herods. You know, it was a Herod when Jesus was born that tried to kill, you know, and killed all the babies and everything, right? None of them were good. Oh, yeah, gosh, just awful. My faithful witness who was put to death in your city where Satan lives. Now, in one verse it says twice where Satan lives. Remember what I said last time about doubling something? That's really important. So, where Satan's Satan lives, Satan's throne—that uh, type of ter- terminology. What? What does that mean?
3: Like a really bad
2: place. A really bad place. <laughs> like mucho bado. Okay. <laughs> so this you now, there's a strong evil presence in this area. Super mucho strongo. Uh, Lights.
0: I had it in two different ways. I had the, um, is is a sinful nature. And while it's the act, the act and the habit were the two ways I had it. So it wasn't, it wasn't just simply one way. It was by continuing to be sinful, he resided in that. And then he also lived in a sinful nature as well. Okay.
2: Yep. So I like that because that's the biblical definition of sin. Now, living in the area of strong evil presence where Satan lives, his throne is right there in Bedford. I mean, he resides and rules from Bedford. The biblical description of sin is even if Satan is that near, that strong, that influential in everybody else around you, it doesn't matter. Because the only way Satan gets in, the only way sin gets into us, is if you open the door. He cannot (laughs) get in unless you say, yeah, Satan, that sounds like fun. Let's go. Right? So remember what we did last time with setting up repenting? You have two sides. God and Satan. You're going to face one or the other. Every time. So, even with that strong presence, <laughs> it, it, what I'm saying is, you can't use that as an excuse. So, the, in the, the last one it said, you know, in, in, in Final Judgment, in, yeah, when you appear in Final Judgment, you can't say, well, the area I was living in was just really, really evil. Well, I would say that you know, the next statement should be, yeah, well, then why didn't you move, you dumb buddy? But you know, that's because there, there's there's no excuse. There's, there's no excuse for that. That e- even living in such evil, we still are to maintain the faith. That's what these guys are doing. Isn't there
3: somewhere to, I mean, I don't know if I read it in the Bible or if I read it in like a, like Christian writing or something, but isn't there almost a special blessing whenever you're around an environment like that, that God will equip you to, yeah, it sounds familiar. to kind of like be more of a light, to be more of a blessing, to have an even stronger faith.
2: If you choose to do so. If
3: you choose to do so, yeah. It it's almost like contagious. Like you aren't affected by it, but you're
2: spurred on. You will become maximum yeah, Christian. Yeah,
3: Is that in the Bible? or? Because I looked yeah. last night whenever I was something studying. Sounds like something
2: from I Paul. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, that we can rise to the challenge, mm-hmm. but by the same token, we could choose to just fit in and, you know, oh, this is too hard, right? Well, you're not finishing a race, therefore, you don't get to heaven, right? So that's the way we need to look at it. So even even if the persecution becomes so great, even if they're slandering you constantly, it doesn't matter. It is not an excuse for backing off of the faith. Jesus is pretty serious about this. So they live in an evil place. So you would almost expect, yes, that even church people are into idolatry and immor- immorality, they're following other gods, so they're not really following the one true God. You know, they're they're getting involved in all these weirdo religions and all that type of thing. You would expect that, even with Christians. But, question three, they're 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 commended for I see two things. What are they commended for? They profess their faith in God. Okay, they they they, they don't deny their faith
0: they have the desire, not necessarily the acts, but they they mean well.
2: Okay, they they, they have an intention. They got that all all fits in, into into that. There's one before that. You remain
3: true to my
2: name. Yes.
3: You did not renounce
2: your faith and even in you, the days. You 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 hold fast to my name. You remained in my name. Now there there's a good concept for you. The name. Of Jesus. As that old song go, there's something about that name, right? Not Jesus. Jesus. Right? Real, Real Jesus. The one Jesus. That just in his name, and that's why we conclude our prayers with, in the name of Jesus, amen, right? Because there's the power in the name. So even though this church pretty much was screwing things up pretty bad, they still held on to the name of Jesus and, surprisingly, didn't deny the faith. So they, they had still the core essentials of what you need. I mean, you, you can't be Christian if you don't believe in the name of Jesus, which is very prevalent in our culture. You know what, what out there, what they will try and convince you to do is, well, you don't really need Jesus. Jesus is a pretty good guy. He's had some good teachings. And, you know, I don't want you to, you know, not believe in those. But you can get the same thing with with Buddha. You can get the same thing with, you know, hugging a tree or, you know, (laughs) (laughs) chanting and wearing a crystal around your neck.
3: What's
2: up with a crystal? I don't get that. It's so ancient. It goes back to Balaam. All you you need to do is look look at the ancient religions that, that. that God is against in the Bible, and everything we're doing today is exactly what what they you know. And so it's just a combination of all these goofball things. It just yeah, you know, all all fits in perfectly. So I have a few things against you. Andy. Now verse 16, this church is also told to repent or else. Otherwise, I will soon come to you and will fight against them with the sword of my mouth. What kind of sword is that? double, double edged sword. You're paying attention. Good job. All right, And again, verse 17, whoever has ears, let him hear what the Spirit says to the church. To the one who is victorious, to the one who conquers, what are we supposed to conquer? What are we supposed to be victorious over? Sin. Sin, evil, Right? We're in Satan's throne territory now. Evil, exactly. Evil. I will give some of the hidden manna. Now, let's look at a white stone first. I will also give him a white stone with a new name written on it. What, What does that mean? It's pure. How do you know it's pure? White. White. White represents purity, right? All right? Now, you would never know this, but back in this day, when you're brought to a trial and you're acquitted, the judge hands you a white stone. So that then you stick in your pocket... And anybody weeks later who says, hey, aren't you guilty? Nope. What if you just have your own? <laughs> <laughs> maybe still, guy. Maybe it's a special
3: you know. white stone mark.
2: Yes. So only, only one, one white stone factory do in the world. Back then or like they do now? Really back back like then. I'm about probably, to
1: say. They
0: don't animal. do it. I'm about to say. They just put it in the paper. <laughs> Right. I mean, Bedford County,
1: free press. It's all over <laughs>
2: Facebook. Big rock down Ooh. Bedford Courthouse. They just have to chisel a chunk off each time. <laughs> I was confused there for a second. I'm like oh, this can't be right. <laughs> there be a lot
1: of <laughs> truck around here.
2: Now the, a new name. And that's we're going to come across that a couple more times. That when we get to heaven, we get a new name. So the imagery here is you get a white stone. You are acquitted. You are victorious. You were acquitted of you know all all the sin that was around you. Now, here's a stone, but it has a new name written on it. I have no idea what that new name is. Maybe my new name is going to be Clytes. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good
0: one. Good name well, I think that's Old Testament thing, too.
3: Because
1: oh, yeah. Abraham and Abraham, Sarah, Sarah,
3: they names. Yeah, them. And whenever you reached a new, not like a new shit. spiritual level but a new spiritual I don't know how else to describe yeah. that. But that you accomplish something really great shit. in your faith you know,
2: and
3: you overcome something. Weird, something. Like you were given a new time. name <laughs> because you were made new in
2: Christ. Well, I, I, I think it even goes a, a step further than that. When, 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 yeah. when yeah. you yeah. experience something in life that is so it's radically, yes. Who
3: you are yeah. by nature.
2: Today, I am so different than I was yesterday, I get a new name. And that it's rare, but yeah, you know, Paul obviously. Yeah. You know, I'm killing Christians now. I'm leading Christians. And when it's that radical, yeah.
0: No. Not to bring up our friends the Catholics, but is that why they have? Um, they are They get friends. middle names. They get new. God middle bless names. them. Bless them all. Everyone. Um, is that why they get? Is what? that why they get new? They oh, get middle man, names at yeah. confirmation She's because they're becoming. Um, yes, I don't get because that. Because they're becoming Christian.
2: Don't know. get Kaylee. Start it.
0: I'm not saying. Yeah. Oh. Yes.
2: We're like why the Pope gets yeah. new name. That is, yeah. I think, totally oh, along
0: with I, I think, football. other denominations <laughs> also have confirmation, <laughs> but they also football, get new names. Is it the same <laughs> concept?
2: Yeah, yeah. The new name, but that's, that's right. kind of a questionable practice because we we have to wait for God to give us the new name. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, that that would be. More yes, perfect So it's it's new.
0: How dare we eat so Part of
2: what's happening in Revelation is that we're also talking about a a, a new time. Yeah, you know, things are changing so 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 radically. So there was two words in Greek that defined time. A word called neos which is just new time. But another word is kanos, which is a new time and a new quality of time. And that's kind of what this white stone is with a new name on it. So it, yeah, like like Abraham, Sarah, and Paul, and the rest of them, this is new to the sense of the, the quality of you is completely different. You are, you are radically, radically changed. Now we also get manna. Hidden manna. I will give you some hidden manna. Well, I'm just going to Walmart and get my own stinking manna. That's part of the hidden variety, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's the, it's the, the the secret. All right. So what's what's the deal with the hidden manna? What is manna? Isn't it
1: fed? No, no. no it's, it's like bread. Right? It is the it's like honey bread. In the what you
3: It's the sustaining it's substance. It never really defined it, did it? But it was it the sustaining was substance to man. God fed the Israelites
2: with whenever hunt, they
3: were in the desert. Honey
2: bread. Yeah. Honey
3: yeah. They gathered it, it's
2: around. kind of described it that way. Yeah. So,
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> the 40 years that they wandered in the wilderness, what? they occasionally got quail. Once every 20 years or so, they got quail. Other than that, every day except Sabbath. You got up in the morning. The only thing these people had to do, there was no jobs. They're not raising crops and animals and all that. There was nothing. You wake up in the morning and all over the ground is manna. And it's a sweet tasting, breadish type product. And you go out and collect enough for your family. that will last you for the day. And get up tomorrow and do the exact same thing. Friday, when you get up, you collected double because you could not. There wasn't any on Saturday. Wait, it just appeared. It just appeared, or it was like yes, just appeared. appeared. Yep.
1: Yeah.
2: Okay. Overnight. And then it would spo- like <laughs> right. too much of it. If you got greedy, thinking, well, I'll collect that. I'll collect double today, so I'm going to sleep like that, in tomorrow. Does it work? And you had, get, you had to get you had to get up to do it because the sun hitting it would melt
1: it. did I miss, you. Nothing. Nothing. Change your subject quick. Sit over there. Uh, you two aren't going to be allowed to sit
2: together. <laughs> Jeff and I'm
1: Justin sorry, already. We're are. like
0: Jeff and Justin. Okay?
2: <laughs> Pull yourselves together. We
1: have rules here. <laughs> <laughs> no,
2: we don't. Or we will, or we will hit you with our white stone. <laughs> All right, so so that's manna. So the symbolism of manna is life-sustaining food, right? It's the only thing that that kept them alive. But this is hidden manna. Why hidden? It's like an Easter egg. Like an Easter egg, (laughs) guys.
3: Is the quail the first Thanksgiving?
2: It must have been.
1: Yeah.
2: The hidden gifts of
1: heaven?
2: Yeah. The... Things you, you don't you don't quite see yet, but now when you get to heaven, even though it was hidden, <laughs> unseen, now
1: no.
2: now you get it. Great. Right. <laughs> now, the la- last question for this church, kind of a, a general question, says that yeah, Jesus is very concerned with the, the these Christians' geographic location, twice, and one verse says you're. You're at Satan's throne, You're where Satan lives. What would Jesus be concerned about, since this is a letter written to us as well, what would Jesus be concerned about us living in Bedford? America,
0: 2015.
2: It snows too much. Yeah, what? It, smells it smells too, too much. much. <laughs>
0: uh, well, you, are who, you are the company you keep, so there is some fear in being around that kind of lifestyle. I mean, it's, it's great to be strong in who you are in that mess, but there is the concern of becoming too close that you become it. And so I th- is, is that what you're talking about yeah. in regards to while you should never be comfortable in the sin?
2: The, the culture is a strong, strong influence. You, you can't get away from it.
3: Going back to that whole blessing of being the light, God clearly multiple times throughout the scripture calls us to be the light. In the, in
2: darkness, the darkness,
3: too. Yes. So it's not necessarily, oh, don't live in bad places. Because a, a lot of people say that you have to live in your good little right. Christian community. You're supposed to be in the world, but you're not supposed to be of it. You know, and God, God calls us to be in places that are dark and that are filled with sin because how else are they supposed to get the light to? precisely so whenever yep. i was reading this it made me realize that you know we're supposed to recognize and not seek out the sin but go out and put ourselves in places like that and show god's love and show god's light you know rather than just Oh, well, this isn't a good place for me to be, so right. I'm going to take my good little Christian self oh, well. and go to the go church. To Bible study <laughs> to go to church and hide myself away.
2: So all, all of your friends should not be Christian. No. You should have
3: of no, fun,
2: plenty oh, of associations with...
3: Sinners. Jesus hung out with I mean.
2: Someone should preach
3: on that. Someone, somebody should. <laughs> <True>. <laughs> I wonder the, if the, should think I, I
2: did just two weeks ago. <laughs> the popular church
1: probably.
2: Yeah. So, so that's, that's precisely it. So, it's not that they live in the place where Satan's throne is. It's that they have allowed the evil of that area to infect them adversely. So, We're supposed to keep building into faith so that we can withstand that. Help others withstand it as well. Yep. Yeah, we don't just do it for ourselves. All right, last thoughts on Pergamum. Quick question. Please.
1: Um, Now, if they repent, are they then
3: like a clean slate? Is that that pretty much? So this church is basically, since they have the, um, what is it? the name and they renounce the faith all they have to do is simply repent for their repent for their
2: the four things that the four things, things a day
1: yeah.
2: nope. <laughs> now it repent therefore exclamation point right pretty strongly worded because if you don't it says otherwise I will you, soon come and I will fight you with a double right. sword and Jesus wins. <laughs> oh, right, so that's not a battle you're even going to come, come close to. Him. Right. <laughs> Any other thoughts? <laughs> Prayer moment. Gone. Thyatira. Pretty good church. They're commended for five things. What are the five? Hopefully in order. Love, faith, love, faith, service, faith, service patient, endurance.
0: <laughs> right. Right. now. It. Oh. Right.
2: The, the last works, most current works, are better than the first.
0: Wait, hold on. Here we go. Oh, I, I, me, Kelly. I
2: have, that list was straight from the verse. <laughs> like it literally worked. <laughs> I have like my goat. No,
0: I have deeds, love, faith, service, and perseverance. Did I put them in out of order? Well. At least you have them. Right. I don't think I'm
2: that's how it was. I don't wrong. think I have the
0: right Bible. <laughs> She's got that fixed up. let talk Bible. about Jesus. Do you have the New King James or somebody else? Yeah. The, yeah.
2: the 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 deeds are. Is it even the Bible? I know your deeds. That's the general. <laughs> He's Concept. So that's not really one of the bucks. <laughs> the deeds are. You know, the the, the, Smith the, Smith the Smith general Smith Smith concept, right? Because yeah, the. The, the five specific things that we just named, then they are the deeds.
0: All right, what was the fifth one? I'm sorry, I got to
2: start. Uh, your last works are better than your first. <coughs> okay. The NIV says you are now doing more than you did at first. All right, so there's growth, there's there's development, there's maturing. Uh, yeah, this is a pretty good church. This at least as good as the first church, Right. They got really a lot going for them. And then, one of the most dangerous words in the Bible, nevertheless. (laughs) 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 You're doing just great. Nevertheless. Right? Now, interestingly, (laughs) there are five things. They're doing five good things. Now, Jesus has five things against them, starting in verse 20. Actually, four out of five are in verse 20. And there's one in 21. What What order do you have those in? That woman Jezebel. That woman Jezebel. False teaching.
0: I have sexual immorality, um, okay. eating Idol. food sacrificed to idols, yep. committing adultery, um, referring to herself as a prophet and misleads um, and misteaches others. Did I get him? Hard and,
2: heart and No. Not adultery. Dang it! Again, adult, uh, the, the adultery is commenting on what Jezebel is leading people to do.
0: I'm terrible at this. <laughs>
2: So, we we got 19 more chapters for you. 20 more chapters.
0: Oh God. <laughs> hey, just
2: means there's 19 chapters for improvement, though. So, oh think positively. But. That's right.
0: I didn't it's years, so
2: what do we All right. So there's. got There's there's a mi- verse 20. There's there's a misleading. Right. There's there's a. Peg, pagan worship, eating food sacrificed by two idols. So again, idolatry, if you want to call it that. Can you explain that eating food that's
1: supposed to be for idols
2: is idolatry? Idolatry.
1: Oh, okay. Idolatry. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like,
2: wait a second. Uh, I'll try to enunciate a little bit better. <laughs>
1: okay. Idolatry.
2: We're, we're, we're getting into sexual morality in a minute, just going on. Don't get ahead of me now. Like You're like, on the right track. <laughs> <works.
1: laughs> yeah, I was like...
2: <laughs> Alright, so I have this against you. You tolerate that woman, Jezebel. <laughs> Jezebel. Like right? Dixon, uh, George, George. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you tolerate her teaching. We'll come back to that in a minute. So there's a call to repent of immorality, so immorality must be one of them. But now it also says that verse 21 I've given her time to repent of immorality but didn't want to change the ways. but she refuses alright so the fifth one is refusing to repent that one's really bad when it's put before you what you need to do what you must do to make this situation right and you refuse to do it Jesus gets really really mad Alright, let's talk about Jezebel. I'll give you a few scriptures to look up because Jezebel is just a fun person. It's well written about. Who is this Jezebel person? Not, not very nice. He's a bad. Lady. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> <Double gold>. So, <laughs> we, we, we talked last month about Jezebel because that, again, was, was part of it. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, this obviously is a <coughs> problem in these early churches. So we talked about the story of Jezebel. How bad she was. She had had uh, Naboth, his name killed. She wanted his vineyard. So yeah. oh, I wanted. I'll just kill you and take it. It's
0: just not nice.
2: Baby. Not nice at all. But you know, you got a, you got a flavor of that in in those verses. Now, question four. <laughs> It gives a description of Jesus, which is kind of interesting. Eyes of fire. Not like the Jesus you normally see. So there's eyes of flame and fire in verse 18. Shimmering bronze. And feet of shimmering bronze, F. Mine says burnished. Bur- yes, yes. Alright, now again, <coughs> it doesn't mean that Jesus' eyes are on fire. That's kind of a scary image, and we get to heaven, and you're going to want to. No, hell's looking pretty good right now. If I got to put up a guy with, with fire, fiery eyes. So it's it's imagery again, not literal. It's creating a a, a symbol. What well, is this? Business Jesus. Yeah, business Jesus. But still, party in the back. <laughs> 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 if All right. So the imagery of the flaming eyes. What what does that symbolize? Stern. Okay, Stern. I'm serious about this.
1: Stern but fair.
2: Okay, there is some some anger. Uh, the Bible does describe in numerous places a consuming fire of God. Uh, the Jews, at the giving of the Ten Commandments, discovered that. Moses says, "Okay, Ten Commandments." Who's on the Lord's side? Ah, Bunch of people went. Bunch of people said, nope, not going to do it. Where they were standing, the ground opened up and swallowed them up and flames came out. (laughs) Right? Straight shot to hell. Right? Here's your choice. Pretty clear. (laughs) You choose that. This is what you get. So there's this consuming fire image. Uh, Now, It's not like God, if you finish the race, God's not mad at you. See, that's what I'm saying. It's kind of a a mixed signal here that seeing this image in heaven, if you're in heaven, means you've made it, right? So it's a consuming fire against sin, right? He's trying to, to consume sin. Now, but the eyes, focus on the eyes. What's his vision? Yeah. What kind of vision is that? Is that a cloudy vision or a murky no. vision? Sharp. sharp vision. Okay. A, a How about this? Ooh, Let's use the word discerning. Discerning eyes. Able to see what is real. They're piercing. Yeah. They cut right through all the nonsense, the facade, and get right to the reality. All right? That's the eyes. And then feet of, let's use Candace's word, burnished bronze. I like that word. It is. It's just fun. You don't get to use that every day, do
3: you?
2: No, you (laughs) don't. It's good word. You use it more often. All right, now, have some fun with that. Feet of burnished bronze. Burnished bronze is super hardened bronze. If your feet are made of that, what does that symbolize?
3: sturdy, they're steady. And in this in this context, that was what they went into battle with with their armor. That's what their armor was made out of. The hardest substance they had, yes. Yeah, this is my battle gear. This is what's going to protect and shield
2: and right. But for your feet to be made out of this means that if 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 that burnished bronze weapon is unbreakable, then your feet made out of it is um right. I'm not uh, you're not moving me. Right? So from this vantage point, I will not be moved. You now, On Christ, the solid rock I stand. Right? So rock solid, and he's seeing everything clearly. So it's like a power struggle. Yeah. He's gonna win. He is. <laughs> Without a doubt. We'll see that in the end. Don't get ahead of me. <laughs> it's coming.
3: He's the side you want to be on.
2: Yes, it is. Now So to those who follow Jezebel, I will strike her children dead. Oh, that <laughs> that's <pretty> unpleasant. <laughs> pleasant. Then all the churches will know that I am he who searches hearts and minds, and I will repair, repay each of you according to your deeds. Now there's, that's where the setup for the, the eyes, the burning eyes come in. See, I, I, I see, I'm going to search your heart and mind, and then I'm going to judge accordingly. Now I say to the rest of you in Thyatira, to you who do not hold to our teaching and have not learned Satan's so-called deep secrets. See, that's what some religions do. We certainly learned that with Scientology, right? You have to get to certain levels before, you know, we know. You don't know because you're not in, but we know. Right? So there's there's always that, that secret handshake type concept, right? So, yeah. So back then, all these false religions, I mean, that's what they relied on. What the secret things? You have to really, really join us before we will let you in on it. So what this is saying is that not everybody, most but not everybody, were doing these Jezebel bad type things. There were still some faithful Christians left. So to you, he's saying, I will not impose another burden on you. That's good news because look at all the knuckleheads I'm living with, right? 90% of the people around me have succumbed to all the Jezebel nonsense, right? So the promise is I will not impose any more burden upon you. That's really good news for the the few faithful that that remain. Now, I'm not going to impose another burden on you, comma, Except. except to hold on to what you have until I come. See, again, finishing the race. I'm saying I'm not going to burn you any further. But you've got to keep moving forward. First love, first letter, right? That kind of concept. You've got to hold on to what you have. You can't get rid of it. So, there's three things promised. Question five. Three things promise the faithful. One is no other burden. Then, verse 26,
1: Power of the nations.
2: I will give you authority over the nations. And give them the star. you will receive, verse 28, I will give the morning star. Now that's a weird image. You think that's Jesus, the Morning Star? I think so too. Corey wanted to answer that question, but that's 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 in, in, in my Tuesday night Bible study, Corey. That's what I was do with Justin. He sits up front, and so when, when the answer is obviously God, Jesus, Bible, then I always I was yeah let let, let, let let him answer those. <laughs> All right, so so the bright Morning Star. We're going to keep coming across that image a lot. Jesus Himself. So if, if you, to the one who is victorious, verse 26, and does my will to the end, you see, end of the race, I will give authority over the, over the nations, that one will rule them with an iron scepter and will dash them to pieces like pottery. So we get the power of Jesus. Just as I have received authority from my Father, I will also give that one the morning star. Whoever has ears, let them hear what the Spirit says to the churches.
3: Now he used the star for the other part with the stars with the churches.
2: Is that any relation to that, or is that just simply this is like defined that? as the bright morning star? There's only okay. one. There's only one. Yeah, here. amongst okay. all the other stars. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's. It's not in relation. Yeah, just coming here. up over the horizon okay. in 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 the morning. Yeah.
0: Okay. Here we go. Um. I'm not sure if this is actually in the Bible or if it was on um, Prince of Egypt, but <laughs> <laughs> um, the that's the king—that's king. from the
2: Bible.
0: Well, I know, but I don't know if this part is. The king um, of Egypt refers to him like the the bad Pharaoh. one. Yeah, refers to himself as the morning and the evening star. Is and that's like the reason they you know didn't make it. Um, but is. Is there a reason why he references the same thing that they would say?
2: Because that's what Satan does. Okay. Yeah. Satanic church. You could walk into a satanic church and recognize virtually everything that they do, (coughs) but they flip it. Yeah. So Jesus is the bright morning star; therefore, Pharaoh has to be the morning and night star. (laughs) You see, there's always a a twist of what Christianity has. Yeah.
1: Is it kind of like? How some of the churches are now accepting gays and stuff because they say, "Oh, and the Bible says this," but then they turn around and say, "Love your brother." Yeah, you just
2: just trying trying to twist it to In some some means of making yeah. it twisting it so that it becomes what I want it to be. Mm-hmm. That's that's the danger. Not what it says. I, boy, it's pretty clear what it says, but I don't want it to be. Therefore, I will cloud my vision and then I will twist it and and somehow. Uh, rationalize it till it becomes what I want it to be and then I'm all happy because now I've changed the true religion into my religion and think to what we at the very end of Revelation if you change one word of this right big trouble
1: trouble. a lot of times those that are satanic in those religions they know more scripture than most Christians
2: and can recite it at any time yep but J- Jesus came across that with the guy, guy with the demon. Yeah, he starts talking to him. And he says, uh, "Oh, I, I know who you are. <laughs> you're Jesus, <laughs> Well, doesn't it, doesn't Satan even use
1: the Bible <laughs> against him? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, that tells you a lot right there. Because
2: you know, that, that Satan's greatest weapon is to <laughs> is to get us to feel guilty about mm-hmm. our sin. Because you know he knows it, so therefore that's why you know you're guilty, guilty, guilty because. Scripture says you shouldn't do that, and you did that, <coughs> therefore, you're out. That's what he's trying to convince himself. But grace is more powerful than that, and so, you know, Jesus wins in the end. But we have to believe that, we have to live that way. We can't let the culture around us water down our faith so that we try to fit in. Remember what a, what a saint is. It simply means distinguishable from the culture. So there should never be a, you should never have to walk around and tell people I'm a Christian I'm a Christian I'm a Christian. That actually detracts from <laughs> your your witness. They should be able to see it in you in the things you say and do on a day-to-day basis. If you're fitting in like the rest of the culture and you're you know you know all about the drama and backstabbing and gossiping and doing all the other terrible things that you know. That are happening. Just just watch any show on MTV and do the exact opposite. Yeah. <laughs> St yeah, study study snooky.
0: Yeah.
2: And then do the exact opposite.
0: <laughs> well, she's a mom now, she's married.
2: Yeah, but oh, well, uh, still still Jezebel. <laughs> she's a Jezebelette. So, la last, last question. Now when I say B-U-M-C, I mean us. I'm yeah, I, or which, which yeah, you're, you're double six. Math is well, it's not. it's a good thing it wasn't three sixes, huh? <laughs> 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 do, 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 do. <laughs> That's pretty funny. we know that you're rip not. Rip Math is <laughs> not This that. will be quite. Question 6B. So, oh, our young adult you know, people at Bedford United Methodist Church, are we in fact growing and maturing in, in the faith? And the definition is are our current works, are what we're doing today better than previous. Better than our first, when we first started as a church, like 200 years ago. It should be, it should be, have to be. Better be. Right? Now, the only way that's going to happen is for you and I to make the commitment to do that. That doesn't mean that we, we sit around and expect the preacher to do it, or expect somebody else to do it. It's that each and every one of us has that personal faith in Jesus that we will commit ourselves to doing it. Because as these are written to churches, churches are made up of individuals, Right? So these are letters written to each of us individually. So, again, don't sit there thinking, well, Mark, my gosh, you know, he's look at all the things he's doing wrong. It's like, boy, he fits that letter perfectly, right? And then I'm the one who's being commended. No, it's like you are, you are being commended, yes, but by the same token, you're being chastised for these things that you need to be aware of because it's personal. It's something that we need to take responsibility for. And it's something we can't blame it on anybody else, including Satan. Because we're the one who invites him in. We are ironclad until we decide to let him in. And then he's more than willing to come in. And Orange Joe is. Orange Joyce. <laughs> OJ. Any last minute
0: thoughts
2: on Thyatira? easier Name.
0: names, names.
2: Yes. Yeah. Philadelphia's coming up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, it's coming. I don't really like that one much better. But no, Philadelphia's really it. a bad one. Happy Eagle. still is.
0: <laughs> it's got great song on
2: <laughs> Pretty much. <Yeah.
1: laughs>
2: Alright, so we'll the Church of Ohio? <laughs> next month we'll get through the, the other letters and then we'll get into it.
1: When is the date for next month?
2: We have no idea, do we, Jan? That's business. Jan's job. Yeah,
1: Jones. we
0: do. Oh, okay. Oh, no, no. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time.
1: <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky.